everybody rb here welcome back to philly take with rb you know what to do smash the like hit the subscribe and hit that notification bell that way you're instantly notified whenever i upload or go live we will be live for every single sixers playoff game and we'll be covering the entire playoffs here on the channel so be sure to stay tuned in but today we are back for our official series preview and prediction we have the one seeded philadelphia 76ers Coming in at 49 and 23 on the season, going up against the eight seeded Washington Wizards, who sit at 34 and 38. They come off a winner go home win last night against the Indiana Pacers in the third playing game in the East. It was um, a pretty big blowout. We're going to talk about it all. First and foremost, the Sixers come into this second in uh, defensive efficiency. I called before the beginning of the season. I said this team would be a top three team in defense. It was a bit of a hot take, but it came and worked out well. And the Sixers are also 12th in offensive efficiency. In terms of the Wizards, they are in the bottom half of both categories coming in at 17th in defensive efficiency and 19th in offensive efficiency. Now, Sixers are coming in as well fully healthy, which is a vital aspect, especially for this crazy season. Um, you know, but besides a few maybe minor tweaks, everybody seems to be good and ready to go, which is key for a long playoff run. And the Wizards, on the other hand, obviously we know Bradley Beal is dealing with a left hamstring. Uh, Russell Westbrook has been banged up a little bit the last month. And their rookie, Denny Avdia, is out for the season, as well as their center, Thomas Bryant. So um, the Wizards are dealing with some injuries while the Sixers seem to be good. And I tweeted out last night, this has to be destiny, right? It's calling us. The stars have to be aligned because the Philadelphia 76ers, I can't believe it, but they are ending up playing Hau Neto in the first round of a playoff series. Actually, Hau Neto starts for this Wizards team, and I think he might start against us. Isn't that crazy, you know, how things come together like that? But Hau Neto, uh, process sixer Ish Smith, it's crazy, man. It's absolutely insane. Um, we're also going up against the team, and, and I bet this guy didn't want to see him, but the Wizards announcer, remember when he called Ben Simmons the most overrated player in the league um i'm guessing he didn't think he would see him again but guess what the wizards went on a tear and here we are and there's people out here who are nervous this whole day you know as i'm doing my research i'm seeing people on twitter they're scared uh, you know people are saying it's going to be a seven game series let me tell you something okay i know the wizards had a nice performance last night against the pacers but can we be real with ourselves for one second number one the Indiana Pacers were missing, I think, like seven or eight players. I mean, most of their starting lineup hasn't even been in the entire year. Uh, they played no defense. They gave up 72 points in the paint. Or the Sixers want to give up 72 points in the paint. Let's keep it real. Probably not. And in addition to that, the Washington Wizards couldn't even beat the Boston Celtics in the first playing game. And they essentially have no starting center. They really have no quality starting center. So what makes you think they're going to be able to handle the load that comes with Joel and B.
So the Philadelphia 76ers are 3-0 against the Wizards on the season. Obviously, we played three times because of the whole virus, so we didn't play them a fourth time. But the Sixers dominated them three times. On opening night, it was pretty close. The Sixers were struggling, but down the stretch, Joel hit his, you know, all his shots. Um, and we won that game. It was very exciting. The second time around in January, I believe, is when Bradley Beal dropped 60 on us. And we still beat him. We still beat him with Bradley Beal dropping 60 points. We'll get back to that later. And then the last time we blew them out but we had the breathtaking moment of the year where we were saying as Sixers fans please do not let Joel be out he had that scary injury luckily he came back and was and the tests were fine and he's good and he's here and uh it's all a part of the story you know what I mean but over those three games the Sixers did average 127 points per game against this Wizards team while the Wizards averaged almost 115 so the Sixers were putting up a lot of points they were also shooting 54% from the field and 47% from long range while the the Wizards were shooting 48% from the field and 42% from three-point range. Now, Joel Embiid was the main scorer for the Sixers this year against the Wizards, and he always dominates the Wizards, but he put up 30 points a game on 60% shooting from the field. Imagine that kind of efficiency, especially in this series, you know. Um, I think he's going to absolutely feast. Bradley Bill averaged uh 36.7 almost 37 points per game against the Sixers this year on 56%. I will say though that Joel went out I think with 23 that last game uh before he got hurt. So that might he might have even had more, but um both these guys have bought out against these respective teams this year. And when I my first thoughts is that I think this series is going to be annoying. Yes, that's right. I'm coining the phrase annoying for this series because you know, people were asking me which team I'd rather play out of them and the Pacers. I don't really have a preference. I think, you know, we'll be able to handle either one. But what I will say is with Russell Westbrook, with the history against Joel Embiid and the Sixers, um, it might get annoying. You know, it might get scrappy. It might get a little chippy. You're going to have Russ beating his chest. Um, guys are going to be talking smack. And I don't know if I really wanted that for this first round because I want to get it done fairly quickly. But uh, at certain points, it might get a little bit annoying. And, and, you know, there might be a lot of maybe some physicality involved. You know what I mean? So we'll see what happens. All right, so let's get into what we really need to crunch down and do to make this series ours. So first and foremost, my first key to winning this series is the Philadelphia Sixers stopping the two-headed monster. And obviously, I'm referring to Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal. Russell Westbrook averaging a triple-double for his fourth career season. Um, he's putting up all the individual numbers to be great. 22 a game this year, 11.5 rebounds, 11.7 assists, shooting 31.5% from three, which obviously has been his mark but he's putting up the triple double he's leading these guys and he stepped up as a star for the Wizards as we all know he would do in terms of Bradley Beal he's been their main scorer second in the entire league in terms of scoring behind Curry with 31.3 points a game and he's shooting it on 48 and a half percent from the field and almost 35 percent from deep we know Bradley Beal is a sniper man he's going to get his shots um, and he's going to be lethal at times in this series so I think the Sixers obviously need to you know cut down on these guys because outside of that i don't really know what much of what they have you know davis bertans was paid a lot hasn't really stepped up to what i've seen this year um 
And in terms of, you know, if you cut off Russ, you're like, you're cutting off life of the Washington Wizards, you know, because the Wizards led the NBA in pace this season and they were second in the transition game. Um, and as we know, the Sixers transition defense has been a huge point of emphasis, especially down the stretch, starting to look a little bit lazy. So we're going to have to get back. We're going to have to get in our spots. And really, we are going to have to control the tempo and the pace. We got to push them outside. Russell Westbrook is a huge isolation player. I think they were like fifth in terms of isolation um, efficiency this year. And obviously that's because of how Westbrook plays. He's gonna to try to dominate the game. So when Westbrook tries to get inside, we're gonna to have to push him outside, push it to the shooters. And, and you know, we have to stick to that. We have to let it live with how it goes, but we can't let Westbrook continue to get to the rim and dominate. Um, the Wizards are a below average team when it comes to shooting the ball, especially from long range. I think they're around 35% as a team. So as long as we're pushing the ball outside, we're getting it out of Russ's hands as much as we can and Bradley Beal and closing out on the shooters, right guys? Like, Danny and Matisse I think we will be okay but the focus is on stopping at least one of those two guys in any games because for them to win you know games in this series both of them have to be really on their game so we got to cut off the life source of at least one for my second key to winning this I think the Philadelphia 76ers have to dominate the one-on-one -on -one matchups and take advantage of mismatches right first and foremost we know Joel Embiid is going to have his way with the Wizards coming into this averaging 28 and a half on the year 28 and a half points per game 10 and a half rebounds um and he's been an mvp candidate if he didn't miss as many games maybe he wins it but at this point he probably will not but we know he's going to annihilate alex len robin lopez daniel gafford roy hachimura whoever they decide to put on joel he's going to absolutely dominate he has to get to the line you're going to probably expect to see double teams and triple teams and we'll talk about other guys that need to step up but i could see joel averaging 30 to 35 in this series he's going to be absolutely dominant and as we know all season we live off of joel right joel is our main anchor get the ball down low feed the beast and let him go to work i think he's going to have a huge series now that's going to lead to another guy like tobias harris when those doubles and triples come tobias is going to have to be you know the operator in the pick and roll game he's been our second you know scorer this year he's been very very consistent and he's had his best season right he's had a season that not even a lot of us expected we thought he would be good under doc rivers he's been great under doc rivers averaging 19 and a half this year 6.8 rebounds three and a half assists and he's knocking it down at an efficient clip almost joined the 40 or the 50 40 90 club he was very close of that i think like a couple percentage points away but moreover tobias harris has been really confident right you've been giving him the ball he's been going out and earning his money and for all of us that sat here last year and clowned him he's on a vengeance tour he wants to prove that last year is not the tobias harris we will see in these playoffs right the tobias that got embarrassed against the boston celtics even this year tobias got snubbed in the all-star game coming out saying i'm a you know what all-star you know what I mean? So he wants to prove that last year wasn't a fluke. I'm expecting him to come out in a matchup that's going to be favorable. I think they're going to put Roy Hachimura, who's a young defender, on Tobias Harris, and I think he's going to absolutely go to work. You may even see Bradley be on Tobias, but I do think he can take advantage and exploit that matchup as well. So I think Tobias is actually going to have a really good series. It might be overshadowed a bit by the numbers from Joel. But Tobias Harris is going to have to operate and, and take a hold sometimes in this series. And I think he's going to do just that. And then the most interesting matchup we will see is Ben Simmons 
and Russell Westbrook. Now, this is just my prediction, but I do think Doc is going to go with Ben on Russell Westbrook. I, th I don't know. We'll talk about Bradley Beal in a second, but I think Ben, um, who has held Russell Westbrook to 17 for 50 over the last four years when guarding him, um, and we know, like I said earlier, Russell Westbrook is a freight train. He's a bulldozer. Ben's going to have to kind of get him off his game. I feel like when Westbrook is confident, he's at his best. And when he's driving downhill, it's really hard to stop him. They're almost, they kind of mirror each other, you know, a bit in their games. And Ben Simmons is an amazing defender. We've seen it all year. He's going to have to pluck it away sometimes. He's going to have to put that pressure on Russ. And most importantly, just use that dog and get inside Westbrook's head and just, again, force him to push it out. On the other end, I think Westbrook's going to do a decent job against Ben, but I do expect Russ to be switched on a couple others at times, so I think Ben Simmons is going to have to exploit these matchups, whether it's on Howell Neto, whether it's on, uh, I don't know, Daniel Gafford, whether it's on a guy like that, uh, Ben Simmons is going to have to come out and, and get the job done. You know what I mean? If you have a smaller guy on the post, we've been saying it all year, it's time to be aggressive and take it to the post because if Ben is aggressive and Joel is aggressive and Tobias is aggressive these Wizards stand no chance against us and um in terms of the defense Doc Rivers like I you know we talked about Bradley Beal right he averaged he, or he put up 60 on us earlier this year averaged over 30 he's been absolutely dominating us and last time we had Danny Green on him so I don't know if Danny is going to be on Bradley I think it's going to be a combination I think it's going to be Danny Green it's going to be Matisse Thibault sometimes if he really gets going maybe you see Ben Simmons on him maybe Tobias Harris and really it goes back to this element of feel that I've been referencing a lot Doc's going to have to feel out the vibe of the game he's going to have to feel out different situations maybe you throw in Matisse Thibault at sometimes and he's that stopper to a Bradley Beal you know what I mean and then the last key to winning this series for me not as crucial as the other ones but more so just overall establishing the identity and taking care of business as we need to right the Sixers should dominate the series like I said now with our struggles in the past um, a lot of people are taking us for a joke. They're still underrating us. They don't think we have a chance or anything. And I want to see how Ben, Joel, and Tobias take some of that experience playing together again. Obviously, Ben wasn't in the playoffs last year, but I want to see how they take that experience from the last couple, you know, playoffs where we got knocked out with all of them in and just come in and dominate, right? We look like a different team this year. Come in, establish yourselves. Even some of the role players like Danny Green and Seth Curry, you know, Seth has been a vital part of a couple teams in the past couple years in terms of the playoffs Danny Green we know what he did in the playoffs but he's been playing real well this year I want to see him come in establish his rhythm I don't think Danny and Seth have to shoot extraordinarily you know in this series to go out and win but I do think coming in the near future I, I think that they're going to have to maybe in a third round you know series they're going to have to shoot well so I want to see them get a lot of shots up get in rhythm and really just find their spots on the floor if Danny and Seth are playing great in this series the Wizards have absolutely no shot to maybe even win a game i don't think the bench will be as crucial in this series but it's going to have to be and i want to see which guys come out and establish themselves which guys come out and say i am making my case to earn more minutes whether it's a shake milton who's been struggling whether it's a tyrese maxi who's been hot even guys like george hill have to come out and establish their role on the second unit furcon's got to hit shots matisse Thibel is calling for more minutes with his defense is he going to be able to knock down shots 
shots if guys are not performing right again goes back to the lack of adjustments doc i want to see how he feels out kind of the game i want to see situational pickups right little things like that like i said if bradley feels heating up bring matisse thibel in switch bet on him get him um to stop you know what i mean and i want to see little things like that and i want to see how doc kind of coaches right he's been kind of coasting these last couple series or whatever um but overall it's time for the sixers to come out and really make their case you know what i mean At the end of the day, man, it's time to show the world that we are about business, that this regular season was not a fluke, that this is a new brand of basketball, a new identity of a team, and that we're going to come out here and we are serious about what we are about to do, what we are about to embark on this journey, right? I see the Sixers winning this in five games. I do think Russ and Bill will get up for one of these games, like, you know, to another level and the Wizards might not miss a shot. Howu Neto might have 30 or something crazy like that. Maybe it might even be be one of the first games of the series there might be a little bit of rust but overall i think the sixers are going to handle their business it'll be an interesting series like i said it'll get chippy it'll get really um interesting in terms of the energy levels but i think the sixers will take care of it four to one we'll be on to the second round with maybe some extended rest to play either the knicks or the hawks and i think this is a good kind of series to get our base going let me know your thoughts down below in the comment section appreciate you guys for tuning in again we will be live for every sixers game and we'll be covering it all here on the channel so be sure to stay tuned in you guys have a great one and i'll catch you on the next one man peace perfect perfect perfect